Jeremiah, did you know that Bill Murray only agreed to do Ghostbusters if he got to do the Razor's Edge movie? Yeah, because I told you that like literally two seconds ago. <laughs> it's unusable now. How dare you hang up on me? I'm Karen. <laughs> it's a visual joke that's lost. start um i thought we just did oh no we haven't yet because we've got to make that out it's the normal show <laughs> you know like if we were muppets yeah yeah kermit the frog uh, i don't know kermit it's normal show ah uh, come on kermit we gotta start the show better than this hi kermit kermit oh kermit hey bert <laughs> Normal show, you're the one. You make bath time so much fun. Oh, come on, Kaylee. You can't be singing that song like that. And stop eating cookies in the bed. <laughs> All right. Well, anyhow. Uh, yeah. So welcome. Welcome back to the normal show, everybody. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Jeremiah. I'm Caleb. Okay. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> I didn't know I sound too confident with that. Well, I had to check my Rolodex. <laughs> Have you, uh, you know, are you, are you thinking of Descartes? I think, therefore I am. <laughs> yes. Oh. Yes. But yeah. Oh, but anywho. Um, it's been an interesting week. Luckily, you know, uh, I was going to say, like, um, few, there's a few things that have kind of come out. Um <laughs> You know, bear a new season of Barry, a new Moon Knight. Um, the Batman has been dropped on social media, which is or not social media, uh, streaming. <laughs> um, the Batman's been dropped on HBO Max. Um, and uh, I'm trying to think of all, and there's new Aqua Teen out there, like which are like you know, kind of like these little little mini episodes that, um, uh, why can't I think of his name? Uh, Matt, um, What's his name? The creator of Aquatine. Uh, well, Dave Willis is. Dave Willis, yeah, not Matt. I was thinking of uh, Robot Chicken. Uh, Dave Willis, yeah, he kind of just sort of under the radar released these three-minute episodes of Aquatine, which are all I, I've only seen. I want to say the first three or four of them, and they're all pretty good. <laughs> but yeah, they're kind of in like the vein of the like like the and I kind of wonder if like he originally maybe did them for Quibi or something. Because of just how fast they are, and um, but uh, but yeah, you see the re- return of uh, in one episode the return of Hand Banana and Spaghetti. Uh, another one you see the Brood Witch comes back, but now it's the Brood Rap, and um, and then MCP Pants shows up trying to sell uh, reverse mortgages <laughs> to old people. <laughs> oh man. Um and uh, I think oh there, then there's the moon there's a Moon and Nights episode where it's kind of making fun of the the Twitch like the gamer channels on Twitch where you see some guy playing the Moon and Nights game and he's like yeah this is a terrible game uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> but, but yeah. Uh... I don't know. Uh, I guess you just since it's since it's fresh in your mind, uh, shall we talk about Barry? Okay. All right. So after what two years of of uh, of a hiatus Pandemic. because of the lockdown, uh, Barry is finally back. Or season three 
of Barry uh, finally dropped. Uh, I want to say last uh, last Thursday, maybe, or was it Sunday? It, it's Sunday. Sunday. Okay. Um, uh, but yeah, and um, all of HBO's stuff always comes out on Sunday. Sundays. Um, well, it's not TV, Caleb. It's HBO. But uh, you sound distant. Where are? What are you doing? Hmm? I'm you right sound, here. Okay. It sounded like you were like super far away. Did you have your headset off for a minute? Chai tea latte. Mm. Chai tea latte, Well, I'm having a. I'm just having a Lipton tea with honey. It's, it just coats my vocal cords. Gives me a sultry voice. Um, but anywho, oh, or not Lauren Bacall. What's that lady's name? Oh, Kathleen Turner. Well, yeah, but not her. There's the one. There's Lauren. A... Well, Lauren Bacall is the other one I can think uh-huh. of that kind of had that. She she has that voice too. Uh, <laughs> you sound like Patty or Selma. <laughs> <laughs> Julie Kavner? I'm just gonna go on a little Homer. Homer. <laughs> we now own you like Siegfried owns Roy. <laughs> um but anywho, uh but no, uh so Barry returns. Um and it's interesting because I, we're, I don't remember this. Seem, this episode seemed very short. Are they normally thirty minutes long? You know, I think they were. Like really? it was, you know, I don't know. I'd, I'd have to go back and watch, but yeah, I think it was always like, wow, that was too short. Yeah, well, and I, I think, well, you know, it's the thing now that I noticed that a lot of times streamers are doing is. Uh, an episode can be as long as they want it to be. Like, I mean, you'll have, like, I think the Mandalorian was a good example of that, where it's like, you'd have a 40 minute show one week. Then the next week you'd have a 20 minute show, you know, because mm-hmm. yeah, we'll you know, we don't really need this this week. We don't have to move like, like progress as far as we did last week or vice versa, you know? Um, but yeah, this, it did seem kind of, and weird. they still have to pay the same price. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it did, it did seem like I mean like, I will say this it was you know because like you know you you've been away for two years so it's like kind of like a, a longer episode I think would have helped to remind people I mean like it was still pretty fresh in my well, mind. Well, yeah, and there though. wasn't even a recap. Yeah. Usually after a long hiatus like that, they'll do a Wasn't recap. Like, I think I remember there being a recap. Was there? I didn't yeah, see a recap. I think so. Like yeah, because they they kind of show like the like the it wasn't as. Um, like there were some pieces that were out of it, but I do remember like just seeing stuff like you know like, kind of like oh like this happened. Unless like, you think... played it without the because re- like, I think yeah, there's an option to play. Well, I think the thing was you had to you had to opt to play it if I remember right because you know well, it's usually kinda... usually you start playing it and it plays it and you have yeah. to opt to skip the recap. Yeah, but now I think maybe now they're they're deciding <sighs> that uh, oh people if people want to watch the recap they can watch the recap. Because then that's kind of also how it was with Raised by Wolves. I don't wolves, want too. to live in this world anymore. <laughs> um, but no, it's interesting to see where Barry's at because you see that he's kind of um, depressed. Yeah, he's depressed, uh, and also just kind of. And, and now that um, oh, let me erg, let me see, let me bring it up here just because I'm tired. I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to say, oh, well, what's her face or whatever. So let's see here, Barry. And why is my oh? It's because I was gonna say why is my Wi-Fi slow? It's because I'm talking to you. Uh, <laughs> let's see here, B A R R Y. Barry, it's Barry. So, so uh, let's see here. So season one. So yeah, it's uh, this one was and this one was called for, uh, season one was called uh, or excuse me, episode one season three uh, was called uh, forgiving Jeff. Um, yeah, which was a thing at the first. Yeah, um, and yeah, and you, know, you kind of see that you know uh, that uh, Sally, who is uh, Barry's you know girlfriend, like how her career after you know, uh, yeah, you know, her her sort of thing was a huge success. Her little you know, her her uh, acting project that they had that all the people came to see, all the producers and everything came to see. Arming, stay. What? Armed, stay. What are you doing? setting my alarm oh okay so back to barry go on <laughs> me not her <laughs> that's a joke that only if you were enacting you would get <laughs> specifically if you were enacting in oklahoma state uh, 
But anyhow, reset. Um, are you there? Yeah. Are you still there? <laughs> I've in here, Jeremiah. Uh, but anyhow, uh, so Sally, you know, we kind of we kind of see that her actor's project was a huge success, and these producers are now going to make this movie about her, even though it's a lie. You know, her standing up to her abusive husband and all this stuff. And, you know, and, and um, you see that she's kind of developed this kind of, she's starting to develop this massive ego. And, um, you know, to the point where she, you know, her, you know, in the, in the, in the last seasons, you know, she has the friend Natalie who's in the class. She brings her on as the assistant and you see that she's kind of bossing her around and treating her kind of just treating her like, you know, like basically doing the whole, like, Oh, I'm a, I'm a massive star thing and just treating her like crap. Like, Oh, please keep your mouth shut during the meetings and all this stuff, you know, like not, not, not valuing her input. And you see that Natalie is even kind of, uh, going to start to develop resentment for her, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then we, we see that, you know, Kuzno, like since then, uh, so Gene, uh, Henry Winkler's character, you know, he's like, since then his, you know, because he got massively depressed, and when he, when he finds the the body of his you know his girlfriend uh, in the trunk, and then you know our kind of our last little thing from season three was you the, you find out what it was that um, uh, Fuchs whispers in his ear, and that was that Barry. What's his real last name? Um, I don't remember, but didn't I mean they Barry Be- uh, Barry Beckman. They revealed that last season. Didn't yeah, they? yeah, that was the, that was the that was the big thing. Is that that was the last thing you found out in in season two? Is that what he whispered in his ear was Barry Beckman did this, and so Berkman you see or... that or Berkman, yeah, Berkman, Berkman whatever, Birdman, Birdman, Lacroix, Birdman. Oh, you still haven't seen that, uh, but anyhow, um, we, part, I'm a little, my 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 throat's a little dry here. Oh, you taking a drink? I'll take a drink too. All right. Oh. Ah, that reminds me of a production that uh, <laughs> Gaslight <laughs> Theater did, where every time the greatest somebody actor would... alive did. Yes, the greatest actor alive. <laughs> you haven't listened to this show. <laughs> but and if every, he does, every time he'd take a drink, yeah. who cares? He'd play. He'd play brick, and after every time he took a drink, he'd go, because ah. <laughs> that's acting. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because everybody that drinks whiskey, yeah, found. but uh, really, I, I don't, <laughs> and I love bourbon. <laughs> no, Jeremiah, everybody does. Yes, I'm not a real whiskey Every- drinker then, but anywho, back to Barry. Um, so yeah, we kind of find you know. So you know, we find that Gene is sort of really distraught and has like his basically he's lost his he's lost his business. Uh, you know, he's lost he's lost the theater, he lost his class. He's living with his uh, son at this point, um, and um, has decided that he is going to confront and kill Barry. Well, um, and first, yeah, first they the police go and find noho hank mm-hmm. interrogate him about the monastery shooting yeah and he frames fuchs. fuchs who they have in chechnya basically they're they're they have him in a safe house just to keep him there until they can figure way out the best way to pin the crime on him yeah and so uh and then and then the cops are talking to gene cousineau and they're like, no, no, it wasn't Barry. He, we cleared him. It was an assassin named the Raven, because that's yeah. what Noho Hank called him. Yeah. And uh, and he was like, no, it was Barry. So he was determined to get revenge on it. Yeah, and that's uh, something else too that uh, it's it's forming a recurring theme with uh, in, in scenes where you see it from Barry's point of view, is you can see that like the Pete that because you know they they've made it clear that he does suffer from PTSD. And it's starting to affect him just when he's talking to people. Like he'll just see bullet holes form, and then like, he's like, "Oh, did they shoot? Did 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 he shoot them?" And then they start talking immediately again, and you realize, okay, this is all in his head, you know. 
and um, and that happens a couple of times in this. Uh, you also find out that uh, not only did Noho Hank survive, well, you found out, you knew Noho, yeah, you knew Noho Hank survived from last season. You thought he was the sole survivor, but then it also turns out that <laughs> Cristobal, uh, you know, his his good friend, also survived, and now he and Cristobal are oh. in a romantic relationship. <laughs> I have no buddies. You have buddies. I yeah. have. <laughs> Where he's and like he's really and Cristobal's all broke up because he goes your your buddy hey your buddy Barry killed all my buddies. Because <laughs> if you recall in the last episode, like Barry just of season uh, two, Barry just essentially wipes out the entire. Were they supposed to be Colombian? I forget. Um, yeah, Colombian or like Peruvian or something. Yeah. So, something from Central America. Like that whole that whole crime scene, he just he wipes them and the and the um, uh, were they they're Filipino, I think. Well, there were there were the Filipinos, the Chechnyans, and then the Colombians, or, yeah. or and he essentially wiped out most of like like pretty much all. wiped out all like, pretty much everybody that was in that monastery, <laughs> and uh, like single and single handedly, mind yeah. you, um, yeah. you know, because he was he was in the middle of a rage, um. And uh, and yeah, like uh, uh, but no, like so it's it's interesting to see just like where they've gone because eventually, you know, eventually you do see this scene where where Barry, because you know, Kusno is kind of his father figure, and he really want you know he really wants to make make right, you know, make good, and and of course, you see that Kus you know Kusno is given a revolver from Rip Torn. And it says like you know it says something like don't shoot your foot. Does it say don't, does it say don't shoot your foot off or don't shoot your dick off? Uh, the second one, yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> sort of. yeah. And then so you know he's got the he's got the gun under his you know, he, you know there's a text exchange where Barry uh, I think says does he I forget does Barry reach out to him or does he reach out to Barry to say meet me at the theater? Uh, he reaches out to Barry. Okay, because he's basically he's bringing him there. He sends him a, ch- a text, and he's like, yeah. "I need help packing up." Yeah, like luring him there to to try and shoot him. And right um, when he tries to shoot him, the gun just falls apart. Yeah, the the, uh, like, oh. the essentially the the uh, the revolver. Like, it's a it's a revolver, and so like the part that holds the bullets. Um, oh, what am I trying? I know the name of that, but I can't. It, it escapes me Thumbnail. right now. It literally, yeah, it literally falls out, and you hear him go, "Oh!" And you see the bullets fall out too. And he goes, "Oh!" <laughs> and then, so then the next scene is him with Kuzno in a field, um, and um, he's basically got a gun to his head. And he's, you know, Kuzno's begging and saying, "Like, I won't, you know, and I won't tell anyone." And then in the middle of it, you just see the bullet. Like once again, you see the bullet like four like the bullet the bullet hole form in his head and you hear like a thoop, and then he keeps talking meaning <laughs> that it's in barry's head that he didn't actually pull the trigger yeah um and so then apparently they come to some agreement to where you know he's like okay yeah i no, know that we can make this right you know <laughs> so and that's where the episode ends so let's we'll see where it goes from there um because i mean and that's the thing though it's like you know watching this whatever happens it's not gonna end well you know and that's like the painful thing of like i mean yes it's a com i mean it's it's a comedy but it's a dark comedy and you know that eventually something well it's 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 very much very similar to me uh to uh better call saul which is also uh you know they're they're in the middle of their new season too where you of course with that one you already know that nothing good is going to happen yeah um but uh, but yeah, it's just like you're watching it. And you you want you want to, you want this person to succeed, but at the same at the end of the day, you're like, oh man, it's it's not going to end good for you, is it? You know. <laughs> yeah. So what else? What's all? What else is in the news or entertainment news for that matter? Well, not entertainment, but uh, Elon Musk bought Twitter, so yeah. So it's over. Twitter's. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I know he's gonna do like, with, like there. You know, there was the thing where he said, "Oh, he was gonna take, uh, make it to where you can't ban people." You know, which right, but that's like, like the only thing that made it good. Yeah, you know, and, and I mean, and the thing was, uh, people were being banned because they were spreading misinformation. 
know, it's like that was why it's not like it's not like they were saying because of comments or whatever, you know, or because of like you know, oh, I said, uh, you know, I may have I may have used a curse word or something like that. It's like no, it was about basically spreading misinformation or like or or racist content, harassing, you know, and. I know, I know a certain somebody said when when asked like, oh, now that that's happening, are you going to go back to Twitter? Apparently, he said uh, his words were, "Why would I go back to Twitter? I have Truth Social." Yeah, <laughs> which is a massive failure. Like everything else, he touched. God, he's King Midas in reverse. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, but anyway, so that's the story. Yeah, um, and. And it's a, Elon Musk to me is such a it's such a weird thing of like he's probably evil, yet at the same well, time he he's, does he's, good he's stuff. not evil. He's just a rich autistic man who yeah. has too much money, yeah, and so he can do whatever he wants to, and and he's the type that nobody can tell him no. You know, yeah. it's like uh, like you said earlier, like all these guys, they're just building rocket ships to space, and they're going to try to leave us all behind. When, yeah the world gets destroyed yeah um <laughs> well no i mean it is suspicious that he richard branson and um oh, uh, uh, jeff bezos oh, yeah all are building rockets to leave the planet <laughs> it's like what do they know that we don't although yeah. we already know <laughs> no we know everybody knows yeah. jeremiah <laughs> yeah not everybody will admit it though yeah Science doesn't know everything. <laughs> uh, but science no, is so famous. How come I've never heard of him? Yeah, but I mean, it, but it's weird that like he said he's a, he's a weird character to me because it's like <laughs> clearly like he is like they said he's he's developed one of the first and most accurate like most uh, reliable. Uh, well, not the first. There were electric cars, but like the, the most reliable and efficient. Uh, electric car uh, with Tesla, and then he's also done. I mean, he's he's helped space exploration, of course. Granted, that also we know we kind of can see the sinister part of that, but but you know, he, like he's he's clearly trying to like 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 help like environmental issues and stuff with his wealth. But then at the same time, he's also doing stuff like this and doing you know and then, like creating cryptocurrency. And it's like, what? This sounds like something a supervillain would be doing, you know. Well, and it's yeah, it's not. He's, he's not benevolent. He's yeah. not necessarily malevolent either. He's just, yeah. and he wants to corner all that richness. He wants to corner the market, like, make wealth his monopoly. <laughs> yeah. So, like, and and really, what everybody thought he was going to do, and what he still may do, was, um, well, no, that's when he was going to try to get a position on the board board like did this thing where he gets he like uh sells all the sh- or buys shares and then or sells shares and then when it goes cheap he buys them again or something like yeah. that oh so it's all yeah so i don't know it well i mean this literally just happened uh yes, in the sure. last few days yeah so um so we'll see how it plays out um i you know i'm i always try to be optimistic but you never know. Um, also, there, any if anybody's wondering, there's a site out there called Mastodon that is, the uh, yeah, it's named after the band, <laughs> but um, it's kind of like Twitter, but also different. Mm. But a uh, few people have left Twitter and were like, "I'm going to Mastodon." So, um, I saw them in concert. Yeah, it might <laughs> might be a solution. It might not, but yeah, okay, let's just all go back to Zanga. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I see what I'm saying anymore. Um, uh, so kind of related, uh, and sort of like you know, uh, social media, internet, uh, streaming news. Uh, so Netflix, uh, this last couple, I think this last week, uh, announced that uh, you know they're they're kind of they're they're upset. About you know, I guess there was a massive about the uh, thing that built their fan base. Yeah, they're okay. they're and I love it. They're like, you know, like what was it? Uh, was it two hundred thousand subscribers? I think left. Well, uh, and, yeah, they let. Well, 
yes, 200,000 left. But part of that was because they shut off service to Russia. Mm-hmm. And and also because they've been raising prices, yeah. like they've they've jacked well, up their prices twice during the pandemic. Yeah. Well, no, and I, I remember seeing I remember <clears> seeing <throat> I, I I think I saw somebody make a meme about how it's like essentially it's like you know their their biggest problem one of their biggest problem is their content. It's just like one they're losing content and two they're not really with the you know even with like the stuff that they're creating you know because you know they started creating their own content they're not really creating quality content. And, but no, but instead of trying well, to I fix that, I don't. I mean, uh, a lot of the stuff they've created is pretty. Yeah, but good, then they immediately but, cancel it. Like you know, that's the thing. Well, like, right, they cancel it, but, or yeah. there's just so much of it you can't. Yeah. Keep up. But but in the, but according to them, <clears throat> the, according to Netflix, the problem is password sharing. It's like that's right. not the problem. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Password sharing. If we make everybody that watches have a subscription, then we'll keep our money. No. Yeah. What you need to do is stop jacking your prices up because yeah. people are like, why would I want to keep this when it's like it keeps going up and up and up? And I've got several other uh, places like Hulu that are like five bucks. Yeah, exactly. You know? Well, and a lot of people, you know, because that's the thing is like I noticed that HBO Max is now like getting like more and more subscribers <laughs> because they kind of they've started to work the kinks out with that one. Yeah. And and yeah, so it's just like I think the big part is just Netflix keeps making the wrong choice. I mean, like they're still. I mean, even though yes, they lost two hundred thousand subscribers, they are still. It's the first time they've yeah. lost, like yeah. that. Like they haven't gained subscribers. Yeah. In 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 since going streaming. Yeah, but under, and it's like understand they're still the top <laughs> streaming service. Like. 200,000 compared to what they had. So it's just like, okay, yeah, you lost 200,000. Big freaking deal. You guys are still the one people that everyone has, you know? <laughs> yeah, but if they keep doing this, if they keep pissing off subscribers, then they won't be. Yeah. And so they're basically shooting themselves and digging their own yeah. grave by doing this. Yeah. It's it's just like, remember when, uh, when they were still DVD mm-hmm. and uh, they were going to, which, do they down. still have that? Do they still have the DVD service? Yeah, I still use it because yeah. not everything is on streaming. I was going to say, get ready. That's the first thing to probably go. <laughs> well, no, what they did was they they divided it. So they were going to get rid of it and just go full streaming. And everybody it? was like, no, I still like using DVDs. There's a bunch of stuff on, on DVD that's not on streaming. You can't yeah. find it anywhere. Um, or Or you have to rent it. You have to pay to rent it from like these uh, other places like Amazon or uh, whatever. And, and it's like, why would I rent or buy it when I could just get it from Netflix, you know? So what they did, that was, they made DVD.com, which is technically Netflix, but it's, you know, it's like Ram and Dodge. Well, know? I remember there was going to be like the, that Flickster or whatever they had, which I guess that fell through. Well, unless that's what DVD.com became, but. Yeah, um, they it's it's just called DVD.com. Uh, Billy a, Witch a Netflix, Doctor. A ne- yeah, Billy Witch Doctor. Ooh, creepy foot doctor. Um, but <laughs> <a> funny thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so that pissed a bunch of people off. But that was back when we were in Chicago, mm-hmm. and um, they lost, you know, stock. Uh, uh, the the stocks dropped and lost subscribers back then so that that's when they were like okay we'll keep it but it won't be our main thing anymore yeah yeah um and so that's what they're doing again reed hastings the ceo he keeps doing this kind of crap he's like i I gotta make a rash decision and then piss off all my fan base and then apologize because i can't just calmly see things through well, remember, he did start the company because he had a late fee from Blockbuster. So, <laughs> so his, yeah. his rash it is, well, I'm going to make my own company. <laughs> um, yeah, so. I guess he it, did kind of get the last laugh on that one, though. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I guess, I mean, I'm give it give it another year or two, and it'll probably. Well, and it'll, it's, it'll you know, and we all knew this was going to happen. When, when, when Netflix was the only one, but then you know Hulu started popping up, and then um, and then Amazon Prime made theirs. It yeah. was like those were the like the big three for a while. Yeah, and then Disney. But Plus, now, well, then... but now it's like yeah, and you've got HBO Max, yeah, and you've got yeah. 
You've got all uh, Paramount. You've got Peacock. You've got Paramount Plus. You've got all Discovery these Plus. Yeah. And, and it's like, okay, guys, the reason we left cable was because you kept jacking the prices up and we didn't want to pay a whole bunch. Yeah. So now what you're doing is the same thing, but with streaming. You're creating all these things and making all this exclusive content that we have to get. And not, not everybody's going to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, there's it. You're you're going to saturate the market, and you're all going to lose. So just get over it. You know, like CBS.com does not well, that, need. Well, no, it's not now. It's uh, that's Paramount Plus now. Well, I know, I know, but remember, CBS had their own streaming first. Yeah, and then nobody subscribed to it because they were like CBS. What? So I can watch NCIS. Yeah. Well, essentially, and, uh, essentially it's the same thing as Paramount Plus. They just changed the name. Yeah. Well, they changed the name, but they also added other properties. So yeah, now Viacom, anything that Viacom essentially right. owned, yeah, right. But it was like they at first nobody wanted it because it was like you're, this is nothing. It's not well, worth that was, it. That was also, the and thing, then that was also the thing with Netflix is that they were able to like things were able to be licensed out to them. But now that certain companies that own these products have their right, like, they're, they're like, well, we'll yeah. create our own streaming service, and we'll just take our stuff off there. You know? Yeah, and but but it's like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna subscribe to all of these things. Yeah, and I'm gonna stick to the ones that have the most like general content. Like Hulu yeah. has a bunch of stuff. HBO's got a bunch of stuff. Yeah, because like, HBO also has like the Turner Classic Library too. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, and so I'm like. I'm not doing these stupid fringe things like Discovery Plus and all that crap. It's like, yeah. why would I like, are they going to have like me TV plus, yeah. you know, do they have old, <laughs> does Discovery Plus have old episodes of the crocodile hunter? Uh, probably it's got all the, it's got all the HGTV <laughs> yeah. and uh, DIY and Magnolia network, Magnolia network and, and discovery. Yeah. Mythbusters was on discovery. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it's yep. it's dumb, and and there's gonna have to be some attrition somewhere. Yeah, uh, eventually it'll all be one. It'll all be one merged company. Yeah, but then they'll cut that. We're we're gonna cut the non-cord. Yeah, <laughs> it's just gonna be cable again. Uh, <laughs> essentially, is what it's going to turn into. No. Um, but uh, but yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll see once again. Yeah, let's, let's hope it so, plays out well. Yeah, speaking of streaming, so Moon Knight, the new Ooh. episode of that came out. Yes, it did, and um, kind of it looks like yeah, we're you know we're 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 seeing. Uh, uh, well, what was good about this episode was there was there was finally some more progression for the story. Yeah, um, because what happened was when he. Uh, when he when they showed him in the mental institution, that was and I, I wondered if they were going to bring this into it. But there was a storyline when uh, like that pocket dimension thing that where they where he gets sent. Well, it was it was um, in the comics. There was a storyline when Moon Knight, like one of the first Moon Knight story uh, arcs in a while. I think it when when was that 2015 or 16? Mm-hmm. Um, it was called welcome to new egypt or something like that and uh he was it starts with him in a mental institution and he's like they keep doing what they did in the show like uh all the things that you knew from moon knight Mm -hmm. were there you know like oh this is this is his manager yeah. from episode one, and yeah, this is the, the you know the, the what he thought was Conchu was just a TV show, and yeah, and like a you know, it was it was what they showed in the in the show basically, except a little more flushed out. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, so supposedly they're trying to set it up where oh, everything he thinks is real is just stuff that's in the institution, you know, even his wife <laughs> is some yeah. other in uh, uh, patient patient patient, yeah. Patient, inmate, whatever. Yeah, whatever. But, <laughs> but tomato, um, tomato. But anyway, so and but then clearly, you know, he's not I- institutionalized. Yeah, like he he realizes that. Yeah, it is. Um, uh, why can't I think of the? Why can't I think of the evil god that they're fighting? Ahmed. Um, yeah, it's Ahmed. 
uh, doing that she's behind this, trying to keep him in this pocket dimension because he finds Steven. And then you see that there's another the third one rattling. Yeah. In, yeah, in the sarcophagus. Yeah. yeah. And, and like, then, yeah, because we keep, and I'm feeling that, yeah, tonight we're going to finally see Jake Lockley. And then the hippo god, it's supposed to, that's like the goddess of the underworld, right? Um, yeah, that's uh, Hathor. Yeah. Which I do love that. I love that moment, though, like where she, like, she comes through and you think it's going to be like yeah, this perfect like, sound. She's like, hi. Yeah. <laughs> and they both scream in terror. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and apparently, this was something I learned uh, from watching. Uh, one times I'll watch the, uh, you know, the next day Watch Mojo always puts out the sort of like things you might have missed uh, in in the, in last night's episode or, or this week's episode of Moon Knight, and apparently, and he's credited as it, I guess. Um, Oscar Isaac's has a brother who's roughly the same build and size as he is, so that's him standing. He's a stand-in, so like whenever it shows um, uh, Mark hugging uh, hugging uh, Stephen, that's his brother. Oh wow. <laughs> So yeah, it was kind of an interesting like, oh yeah. And so yeah, like he and I think he's so basically anytime like, you know, you see whenever he's it's not when the camera is pointed to his back, that's him. So that's like a really low cost way of like (laughs) that way they don't have to use as much CGI or do Yeah, you know, um, everybody just had a twin. Yeah, well, I don't think it's his twin, he's like he's just like Well, I know, but I'm saying if every actor had a twin then every every budget would be low. Yeah. Well, that's, you would have to well, spend money. There is a movie. There is a, a David Cronenberg movie called Dead Ringers uh, with Jeremy Irons. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but there is a scene, and this is before you know who Jill Hennessy is. Um, she was on that show that uh, was on NBC that was really popular, and she was also on Law and Order. Um, and I remember there is a scene with her, and then suddenly you see like another her behind her, and I was like, "Wow, this is some really good CGI." And then realize the date that this movie was made. It's like, this was like late 80s, early 90s. They didn't have CGI like this. And then found out that, oh, she has an identical twin sister. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Maybe it was Crossing Jordan. Yeah, I think that's what it was. It's Crossing (laughs) Jordan that she was in. Well, you know, there used to be that old technique where they would like do the split screen. Yeah. And 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 clearly, clearly they do that in, I mean, you can see where they do that in Moon Knight too. Well, but it's so like back then though you it was really weird because they would like turn to each other but really wouldn't turn to each no, other. I, I know because I've done split screen because <laughs> like the for for the show that uh, Chris and I did, there was a thing where that was that Sean Connery talk show, mm-hmm. and there would be scenes where yeah, like I had to look at a certain point, like we had to position it to where I looked at a certain point so that way the eye line would match. Otherwise, it would just look weird. <laughs> yeah, well, but that's the point I'm trying to make yeah. is when they used to do that in old shows and movies and stuff, it didn't work. Yeah, because they didn't they didn't think about the eye line. Yeah, but then you saw as as through the years they would use the same technique, but it would get better and better. Yeah, until CGI came out, and then they're like, oh yeah, we can just like cut and paste and cut, and then now yeah. you can't really even tell. Um, yeah. Like Army Hammer was uh, in the yeah the Winklevoss twins yeah the Winklevoss twins and uh, on Outlander right now there's a character that plays twins yeah well and they can also do the thing you know they can also do the thing where somebody has just like the the green screen mask on yeah and then they just duplicate the face yeah but then but that that can sometimes look weird because the face moves and the and the head doesn't. Or or well, vice they do it, versa. If they do it if they do it in real time, like they did on Conan, but I'm talking about if they do it in post, right? You know, then it, right. a lot of times that's another thing that a lot of times they will do is they'll just use the their stand in or their body double to do that, you know. Um, I think one of the best shows that ever did, um, you know, Orphan Black was uh, yeah. really good because you couldn't tell. And and Tatiana Maslany was so good at the different characterizations, yeah. like you you forget that she's playing all the characters. And speaking of her, when is uh, She Hulk coming? I feel like that's coming out here pretty soon, isn't it, it? Not soon enough. Yeah, it's um you know originally before they pushed everything back, I think yeah. it was supposed to be coming out like right now. But instead, it's Doctor Strange. Oh yeah, and so I mean, like, essentially, if you like, and... if we'll have, it's going to leapfrog. Like, yeah, we'll have 
as soon as Moon Knight Ms. Ms. Up, Marvel's the next Strange. thing. Yeah. And then well, I guess yeah, Ms. Marvel, and then I guess uh, She Hulk. I it's supposed to be the next thing, but yeah. uh, there's no other mo- uh, Doctor Strange is the only movie coming out this year, right? Yeah. Um, oh no, Thor: Love and Thunder. That's gonna oh, be like yeah. towards the end. Um, which did we talk about? We talked about the trailer for that last week, right? Did we? I can't. I think we did because I think you know, like we you see that. Yeah, I know we did because we talked about how. It ha- and we in the the song because when we couldn't remember the song and I went back it's sweet child of mine yeah yeah, yeah. That too. um so she Hulk still just says 2022 it doesn't okay. have a uh I think it was so, actually supposed to be like March or April well it's probably like I I have a feeling because is, is Thor Thor Love and Thunder does that come out in December or October because I feel like it was either going to be fall or winter. Um, here, Thor. I'm Thor. Christmas. Thor, Love and Thunder comes out. Let's see here if even. Uh, okay, that comes out in July. Yeah, July. So, so yeah, that's sooner than I thought it was going to be. So perhaps it's going to be. So let's see. So then we have. Is there something going to be between that and? Uh, I'm assuming then Ms. Well, I think Marvel's Ms. Marvel. going to be between. Doctor Strange and Thor, so then maybe after Thor we get She-Hulk. Maybe. Uh, no, well, maybe. <laughs> no. No. Miss Portman. Miss um, <laughs> Portman, please. We need to. We, we need access to the portal. <laughs> portal. No. No. <laughs> um. Uh, I feel like I don't know. Is there, oh well, did you want to mention? I don't know if we want to get to that part yet or. Hold it, but the, the one, <laughs> the one that we had. Um, yeah, we could talk. I mean, I don't have a lot of info on him because I yeah. just found out it happened. But well, you've uh, got the internet right in front of you. Andrew, <laughs> Andrew Wolfolk from Earth, Wind, and Fire, who was the saxophonist, hmm. uh, just died. Yep. And let me look up some stuff about him. Just found out while we were talking, because yeah, we were almost were like, we, "There's no one, no one died this week." All right, and then he dropped this bomb on me. Yeah, so. he dropped a bomb on no. me. No, oh, that's the Gap Band. No, <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm just gonna read. Earth, Wind, and Fire's Andrew Wolfolk has died at the age of 71. His jubilant saxophone lit up hits such as September and Remember. Shining let's, Star. Let's Groove, um, The Way of the World, or That's the Way of the World. Uh, what's yeah. the wheel? What's that song? I, I've got a record over there, Earth, Wind, and Fire, Greatest Hits. Um, <sighs> turn Spinning Wheel. I thought that was uh, Love and Spoonful that did that one, though. The spinning what goes up must come. I thought that was Love and Spoonful, not Earth, Wind, and Fire. Well, I could find the record, and um, I mean, I know like September is probably their biggest one. That do you remember? September, like that one, and then let's groove, let's groove tonight. You know that one. Yeah. Anyway, um, let's see here. Wolfolk, um, oh, he was apparently sick for about six years, mm. so it's been an ongoing illness. He joined the band in the early 70s, and uh, the lineup changed throughout the years, but he played the sax as well as flute and percussion on and off until about 1993. Yeah. So that's all I got. Yeah. Well, R.I.P. and uh, Andrew Wolfolk. Well, it's a, it's a shame that he couldn't have hung on a few more months till September. Uh, <laughs> people polite. always die at the wrong time. Yeah, that's what we're finding. Um, trying to think if there was anything else. Uh, well, I mean. Uh, I will say this, uh, episode, uh, you know, I know because you haven't really watched the show yet, but, uh, 
episode uh, two, or actually technically is episode three, because I think two and or one and two sort of dropped at the same time last week. Uh, but episode three of Better Call Saul uh, dropped, uh, and uh, I'm, I'm really enjoying the show. It's like I said, I, I don't want to say too much because I know you haven't seen one episode yet. Um, no, because I'm I'm watching the release order instead of chronological. I'm going, chron- I'm going chronological just because I was like. I want to see this show, and I like Bob Odenkirk, um, but uh, but no, it's interesting. It's uh, there was a character who you kind of you know suspected that he was going to go just because I guess he's not in the um, in the in like the the later episodes. However, his char- the character's name is mentioned by Bob Odenkirk, mm-hmm. um, but uh, but yeah, it was a really kind of intense scene, and you're kind of wondering. You know, I don't want to. I won't won't say, but. Uh, uh, when you when when you finally watch it, you'll probably be like, oh, that's what he was talking about, or you forget me ever even saying about this, saying anything about this. But a uh, character who you really, you know, you really were kind of pulling for because this is a guy who sort of um, did a lot for um, for like Gus's agenda. Gus being uh, Carlo, Gus uh, yeah, uh, uh, Carlo uh, or John Carlo Esposito, yeah. Um, and uh, and you could tell that um, uh, uh, Jonathan Banks' character uh, uh, Irving Trout—I forget his first name—but like how he even kind of you, it, it, it sort of helped develop his character too. Because by the time you see him in Breaking Bad, he's the sort of like he's essentially the enforcer for Gus. Yeah, the and, cleanup, the cleanup guy. Yeah, like he's yeah he's basically his fixer. And you you kind of see like he where you can see like how he's still trying to have in Better Call Saul he's still trying to have some sort of code you know <laughs> like sort of like you know because he's he's supposed to be an ex cop he's still trying to be I like, have some honor have some code on this and you see like this is probably the thing that broke him with seeing this guy <laughs> get mm. killed or this guy die um, because this is a guy who he was like we can't he's basically he's telling uh Gus, or he's telling Gus he's like. We owe it to this guy to do right by him because he really, you know, he, he came through with us and Gus was the whole time was, was just planning on using him as an expendable asset. You know, he had no intention of having him come back, but then uh, he kind of, he kind of gets, he, he, he goes out on his own terms. So like, that was kind of interesting. So, uh, okay. but yeah, it's, uh it's an interesting it's like i said like i i'm excited once i finish this season to go into breaking bad which this was something i didn't realize until i looked it up is that better call saul is lasting a whole season longer than breaking bad <laughs> and everybody I remember hmm. when it came out everybody was kind of like well why would we want to watch a show about saul goodman you know <laughs> and like and clearly it surpassed breaking bad <laughs> so, yeah which I thought was very interesting. Um, well, and, and you know, it's funny. Everybody's all like, "Oh, Breaking Bad! I love Breaking Bad!" And when it was on, it was huge. And I, I've probably said this before, but I'm like, you know, yeah, it's okay, but it's not the greatest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. But at the time, it was because TV was just like crappy reality shows. Well, it and, was. And... I would say like the the thing that it was the the three big shows at that time were Lost. Mad Men and Breaking Bad, like those right. were really. Well, Breaking Bad was before Mad Men. Well, uh, it started before, but then it right. was then it became, but, but it eventually became a contemporary show. You know. Well, yes, I know, but it started before. It was really the big, the one that kind of jump started the second golden age of TV yeah. because we had been since like 2000, and uh, when Survivor started, and and. Suddenly, it was everybody like, was everything, everything was just reality. Well, reality, reality, and reality shows, shows because, reality because shows. of also also the success of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, right? That, was, so, that thing was huge, you know. And and TV, and it was all you know. Everything else was just sitcoms, like Chuck Lorre sitcoms, which are mm-hmm. terrible. And uh, oh, how you say this? Oh, and then I say this. Oh, that's so bad. Um, but then, then you had that Breaking Bad, and then Mad Men came out, and it was just like, oh my god, television's yeah. great again, everything's so awesome. Um, but now going back and watching it, like uh, Breaking Bad, I'm like, yeah, it's good, but I'm not like, you know, there's so much better stuff course, now. That since was the then. thing. I mean, I think the thing was too is like how progressively, you know, screwed up the show gets. Of like, and it, it's kind of like Better Call Saul, where 
it starts out like, oh, these people, this this person's not capable of doing this. And then you're like, oh my God, they just did this, you know, yeah. <laughs> which yeah. I think is the whole kind of point of like how, because you're only, like how many, se- like are you through the first season of Breaking Bad? Yeah, I'm on like season four. Okay. Because I know like at a certain point, much like this, there is that gear shift where it's just like, oh man, cool. That's why, that's when he becomes uh, Heisenberg. Yeah. Have you gotten to that point yet or? Well, he's calling himself Heisenberg, but, but he's, he's not like he's not like the enforcer that he's sort of not. He, he's not he the has, one who knocks. Yeah, not yet. No, it, so like, that's, yeah, that's coming time, up. That's coming up. But yeah. so I'm saying like by the time that happens, then it's going to be like, yeah, it's just like that. Like I said, there's like those very right. rough gear shifts, especially that like the, the, the like I said, when I saw the last in the last season of Better Call Saul, whenever it happens and like you literally like as soon as you see that moment you're like all right there this is not a comedy there's nothing comedic about this show anymore and like and it is literally like there is a very symbolic uh thing they do in the show which kind of shows you that all right jimmy uh uh crap i can't think of his last name here uh well no no uh mcgill yeah, Jimmy. Oh, yeah, Jimmy McGill. He's gone. It's just Saul now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and yeah, so it's it's interesting. Yeah, it's like I said, I I'm I'm, I'm you know I, I, I'm interested to see where this goes, and I'm kind of want, like someone had made the comment of like you know, and I know like what's and I know that Bob or Bob um, uh, Brian Cranston had implied that he might show up in the last season so i'm wondering if it's gonna end like the last scene we see is gonna be him coming in needing and needing a lawyer well no because he didn't know he didn't know saul goodman until um he got introduced to him in like season three or whatever it was of breaking bad well and that's the thing is like that stuff could be happening simultaneously with the timeline you know like you know and um, well, I yeah. think Vince Gilligan, he said, or or maybe Brian Cranston, somebody said, I heard them in an interview say that they're going to they're going to show up, but it's just going to be like, you're going to kind of see them in the background. They're not going to have like a huge role or okay. anything. Um, but but you'll kind of like start seeing them around. You'll see familiar characters start yeah. showing up like you might see Hank um, kind of pass by or something or yeah. you might see brian cranston or or you know yeah uh and also like the thing with with jesse i do find it interesting how originally he was not supposed to live past the first season but ben right. Skilligan and the other writers really liked working with aaron paul and well, like, and and brian cranston kept messing with him and he kept every time they'd get new pages he'd, he'd be like oh oh i'm so sorry I'm I'm sorry, and he'd be like, "What? What?" He's like, "Yeah, it's not looking good for you." <laughs> and then and then they'd get to the end of it, and he'd be like, "And he and he was like, he always got me. He always got me. I was yeah. uh, every time I was I was afraid I was you know being written out." Yeah. And then so now then you'll have to watch after you finish uh, uh, whatever the uh, better call not that one. Uh, unless you're, are you going to watch Better Call Saul and then watch El Camino because El Camino takes place after uh, Breaking Bad because it follows well, Jesse. It came out first. What's up? Well, it came out first. No, no, like they were. It uh, Better Call Saul was happening while like like either season they were probably on like season two or three when El Camino came out. I don't think they were that far into it. Well, let's have a look. Let's just have a look as. John Levitz would say. Let's see here. L. Come on. Clear. E. L. Camino. Okay, that was. So El Camino came out. Yeah, it. 2019. And Better Call Saul. Uh, Better Call Saul. Uh, started in 2015. So. Hmm. So, yeah, they were. I didn't uh, think. Season four, they were like, yeah, season. But they'd already had oh, uh, four that... seasons when that made. Huh. Mm-hmm. I thought it was right around the second season. Yep, four seasons in. So you're gonna watch the fourth season 
then watch El Camino, then watch Five and Six. No, I'm, I'm going to watch El Camino because it happens immediately after, supposedly, uh, Breaking Bad, and then mm-hmm. I'll go back and watch Better Call Saul. It really makes you wonder, whatever happened to the El Camino? I mean, it was half car, half truck. How come that didn't sell? Yeah, well, you know, the uh, Vauxhall had a, had a version of that. Um, I forget what it was called, but they, they, it's still popular in Australia. Yeah. Um, but you're now not. you're starting to see cars like that come back, like the Santa Fe, uh, what is it? The, or Hyundai Santa Cruz. Mm. Um, it's like, it's got that little hatchback kind of pickup truck looking thing. And then, mm. um, there's a couple other cars like that. I remember Where there was that what, really was do anything Az- with Aztec it. or whatever that would you could turn it into a pickup, but then you could also turn it into an SUV. Yeah, Ugh. and it looked and, ugly. Well, and that's why Pontiac died. Oh, that was <laughs> that was who made that? Yeah, Pontiac. Yeah. Uh, they had that. Well, the Aztec is um, that's what uh, Brian Cranston drives. I don't know. Like I said, I haven't really seen any episode other than the, Az- oh, the Aztec no. is not the one that um, turns into a truck. Uh, the Aztec was just an ugly piece of crap. I'm pretty it sure. It was like, no, the Avalanche, Chevy Avalanche. Maybe it was Avalanche that I'm thinking of, yeah. Uh, was like that. And then Honda yeah. had their own, the Ridgeline, yeah. um, where you could you could drop the back window and, and make it like a picked up truck kind of thing. And um, like a pick them up truck. Yeah, pick them up truck. Yeah, yeah. But um, anyway, yeah. The the Pontiac Aztec is what killed Pontiac. Yeah. Uh, that and you know the recession. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. The the really they should have gotten rid of Buick mm-hmm. because that wasn't that's that's Ford though, isn't it? No, Buick is is GM. Are you sure? Yeah. Well, I, Lincoln, Lincoln is Ford. Yeah. Yeah. Lincoln is their is their luxury yeah, brand. And Buick was kind of their sort of like oh is a, a Buick town car. Yeah, but but the Buicks like right now it's like here's this car and here's this car and they all look the same. Like the design is lazy. Even even Chevy, the design is just lazy. Lazy. Mm. Uh, there's there's no inspiration behind any of their designs right now. It's just like here's what a kindergartner would drive, and this is what we put on paper, and it is what <laughs> like we put the, into production. Like the, it looks like the Homer. <laughs> yeah. Um, Racking peanut steering. You see a lot more design elements and and creativity from literally every other brand right now. Yeah. And Chevy's like, no, you know what? We're good. Here, here's here's a thing, and uh, yeah, Buick should have been you, Buick. <laughs> like, and I hate all the commercials now because you know Buick had a reputation for being what all old people drove. Yeah, boat. Oh, I, I remember. And now, I was, and now they're like they refer oh, to them as boats. That's a basically. Buick, and it's like literally no young person is out there buying Bu- Buicks. Yeah. Well, my brother, my brother had a Buick Skylark, and. We called it the DGC car because guess where he got it? Where? Some old lady died and it was <laughs> at an estate sale and so he called it the DGC car. <laughs> Dead granny car. <laughs> However, I will give that thing credit. That thing could, was made out of like freaking stainless steel or whatever. That thing could take a beating. <laughs> he got a, I remember him getting a new car because... Um, uh, it was a Honda, or not a Honda, or a Dodge Neon uh, hit him from behind, and it just sort of bent the, it, 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 I think it just kind of bent the bumper uh, of his car. It destroyed that Neon. <laughs> yeah, well, the I mean, the old Skylark you yeah. know, was still uh, one of the, anyway, one of the boat cars, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're just if you look at a Buick right now, they're, they're just it's like here's one little tiny line that's different from the rest. That's our design element. So you're telling me that they need to go with a Lincoln Town car, basically. Yeah. Is what you're saying is that 
They need to stop trying to do, you know, try, don't, don't go for that. Just go for something a little bit more relaxed. Okay. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying right now. You know, now that's, yep, uh, that's what I'm saying. Oh, by the way, uh, happy 420. We missed you last week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, I don't know. Is there anything else uh, we should talk about before we wrap her up? Um, I don't know. Never. Weather in Colorado is weirdly, uh, you know, dramatically changing like it does here day to day. Well, yeah, Colorado always in the morning, it's like freezing. Yeah. It's in the 20s. And then by the afternoon, it's in the 70s. So I just do what I've always done and wear shorts and short sleeves because I know it'll warm up later. Yeah. Um, but it, it's been dry. There hasn't been much rain or snow this spring. So, yeah, um, a lot of drought going on, a lot of wildfires, uh, wildfire, a lot of wind gusts, yeah. um, exacerbating the wildfires. Yeah. So it was, uh, almost 90 degrees here on Saturday and today the high was like forty something. Mm. So, yeah. um, I'm I'm over this crap. I want it to stabilize. <laughs> be one or the other, because this. Well, is it's not going to stabilize, Jeremiah. Yeah, it's, it's going to be know, like Mad Max. Well, you know, Caleb, you remember when we first, you know, you and I roughly moved around here around the same time, and you, you remember how mild the summers were here. I mean, the winters were always. You know, unbearably cold. Well, all the, I, think, the last... I think the highest it got when we lived there. Yeah. Uh, the highest the temperature ever got was ninety five. Yeah, it it's exceeded that now, and it's ridiculous. It's all it's weird. It's almost like the climate has changed. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> but no, I mean it's. I guess, I remember well during during the lockdown, like I I had to camp out in my room in my, in my bedroom because like it would get up to nine. I mean, it would be ninety in my in my living room, and I would just be sweating my you know my my, my bits you know <laughs> stewing in your own juices. Jesus. Yeah, like no, it was it was ridiculous. Like I'd have fans going, and I'd just be like. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> Well, that's, I mean, you know, it's, it's pretty humid out there, so it's, yeah. uh, you can't get away from it. But no, I mean, I remember, God, I remember the summer moving, yeah, because I moved up here the summer of, uh, of 2006, and I remember people complaining about how hot it was here, and I'm like, after coming from Oklahoma, Oklahoma where it was like, and yeah, oh, you'd have, it would be a hundred percent humidity days, and there wouldn't be a cloud in the sky, and God, and I would just yeah. hear people complain about the damn heat, and I was just like, you people don't know how good you have it. Yeah. You, <laughs> go, like, out, I you go outside and, at yeah. midnight, and it's still 85 degrees and sweltering. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's Oklahoma heat. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So, I mean, I'm, oh. And, yeah, and so it's like here, it was like, you, if you had an open window, or if you had an open window and a fan, you were fine. But that's like, I mean, I would say the shift happened uh, the year I turned 30, like it's so 2011, because I remember it getting so hot that it, and, and it's kind of done this now almost every summer, like it's so hot and so humid that uh, if you had any seasoning with salt in it, it would crumple up. Mm. And I mean that's that just that's that's ridiculous. And yeah. like I remember that was the year also that a friend of mine was like you know, moving and trying to get rid of stuff, and she was just kind of like, "Hey, I got a window unit. You want it?" I was like, "Yes, yes, I do." <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's haunted. Nope, don't care. I don't yes. care. Those, as long as those ghosts are nice and cool. <laughs> I know. And every yeah, and pretty much every summer now, that thing goes in my bedroom so I can at least sleep. You know, it's well, like, yeah, see, we moved in to our house here and a lot of houses out here don't have air conditioning where we mm-hmm. live because we're at, you know, 7,200 elevation. Yeah. And, um, there, when we first moved in, there were like maybe two days, maybe a week where you might think you need air conditioning. 
but since and that was just 2017 mm-hmm. then it, it's been getting longer and longer and longer and we're like crank that ac we've got one of those portable ones where you yeah. um you put this little thing in the window and it, it's got a tube and mm-hmm. then you've got the big ac that you know we keep that thing running kind of like, like the thing we long. had a kicker um what thing at kicker? The thing I don't at kicker that like it would it was like an AC thing that would uh, pump air into the back of those ocean containers. Had the tube on it. Well, not quite like that. Um, mm. But it, it's just like the instead of being a window unit, you put the the tube in the window. Saying that word, the tube unit. Oh, just, unit. I was thinking of. Uh, woman to woman bookstore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What if I say moist? Please don't say that word. Moist. Unit. <laughs> um, your it's, unit. Too, it's too phallic. It's too phallic. <laughs> I don't like it. Uh, but anyway, and so the actual AC part you is in your room, mm-hmm. um, and you can move it around and kind of direct it a little bit. Uh, but anyway, it 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 only helps a little bit. It's not mm-hmm. powerful enough to cool everything down. You have to sit directly in front of it. And and we get these things for free off like free cycle. So if, if we yeah. bought a new one, maybe it would work better. But yeah, um, if you're sitting directly in front of it, it feels great. Yeah. I don't know. That's why I said I just basically will seal my bedroom off. And like, it's, it's my cool place. <laughs> so, also it's, it's smaller than the living room. So it takes up less, you know, and you know, there's a door where I can at least contain the air. So, and I only, I really only need it for like whenever I'm sleeping because I hate sweating in my yeah. sleep. Yeah. It's I do. Too. It's the friggin' worst. Yeah. So, hate it. well, now that we've, all right. I think we've covered everything. Well, we, 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 hell, we got at the end. We were just talking about the weather. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, whether the weather is good. Whether the weather be whether the weather be cold. Whether the weather be hot. We'll be together. Whatever the weather, whether we like it or not. <laughs> oh, theater child. Uh, <laughs> but anywho, uh, for those of you listening, thanks again for joining us. Um, hopefully, we'll be barring any under. You know, un- unforeseen event. We'll be back next week. Um, uh, remember, if uh, you know you like what it is we do here, just uh, please remember to like, uh, subscribe, and most importantly, share this podcast, folks. Yeah, Mother's Day's coming up. Yeah, what better way to show your mother you friggin' hate her? <laughs> <laughs> or don't really- say, say hello to your mother for me. Yeah, like show your mother that. Uh, it was been a pinch. Here you go. Here's a podcast. <laughs> Here's a free podcast. <laughs> All right. Well, folks. I love my mommy. I love my uh, made me mom, so I guess you're to blame for the love <laughs> I feel when I say your name. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna I probably will send my mom that. <laughs> yeah, you send it every year. Yeah. <laughs> I love my mom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, folks. Take her easy. Bye. Bye. All right. That's you never be- call. Be- you never write. <laughs> Show your face. You got such a pretty face there. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs>